0: You're listening to Welcome to the Juggle with Liz Heron, episode 63. This is Welcome to the Juggle, the podcast for women who have a lot of balls in the air. I'm your host, Liz Heron, and I created this podcast to provide you with real world tangible tips and inspiration so you can juggle it all with ease and less effort while having more fun and making sure you don't drop the most important ball, yourself. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now let's jump in. Hello, juggler. How are you doing today? i doing pretty good. I've been thinking a lot about motherhood and martyrdom <laughs> and this idea that as mothers, we have to sacrifice, right? There's this expectation that we're going to sacrifice everything for our children. And it's kind of like that Shel Silverstein book, The Giving Tree, I think it's Shel Silverstein, The Giving Tree. I'm not really crazy about that book. Like it's always rubbed me the wrong way that this like, right, this idea that's like you give and give and give and give. And I want to talk about that because I feel like there's, especially in this pandemic time, there's this expectation that women, that mothers are going to sacrifice, right? So there's, we've seen all the statistics about women leaving their jobs and, you know, being the ones to bear the brunt of you know, the distance learning and the housework. Um, I was reading some things in prepping for this and I saw a statistic that said that like women do more housework now than they did in like the seventies, right? When like the majority of women were, were working, um, were staying at home, excuse me. Right. So it's this idea that like we're working and now doing more housework than we did before. And that, Boggled, like it doesn't even boggle my mind because I see it all the time, but it like blew my mind and like, geez, Louise, like what are we doing to ourselves? Right? This idea that we have to keep sacrificing ourselves, doing all these things. And for what? You know, I I don't think that it's helpful to our children to see that because I think one of two things happen. They either have this expectation that people will bend over backwards for them in order to, you know, put them first. That's not helpful. Or they then think that's what they need to do for other people, that they're going to have to sacrifice all these things in order for, you know, for people that they love or in order to be loved. So I think that those are two very dangerous things. And so I want to just challenge you to see where you're being a martyr and like, where are you feeling like, Oh, I've got to do it. Or um, let me just sacrifice whatever it is, my time, my energy for, you know, for my children. Because I think that there is, it's, it. I don't want to say it's a balance, there's, but it can't constantly be one-sided, right? It's like, if you're in a tennis game, for example, you can't always be just hitting the ball over the net. And no one ever serves it back to you, right? Like you're, you're going to run out of balls. I've definitely seen it where it's like, okay, I've, you know, especially in the beginning of the pandemic with the distance learning, and I felt like I needed to kind of drop everything to make sure that, you know, the kids had everything they needed and were set up. Again, I've kind of learned like, all right, there's certain things that they can figure out on their own. It's not going to be the end of the world. There's this expectation, right? That as moms, we've got to get it right. We've got to be perfect. And we have to do all these things. And this is what the perfect Mother does. And I want to just call bullshit on that because it's exhausting. Okay. And like whoever's selling that idea, this ideal mother, all that's doing is helping us, helping keep us exhausted and snipping at each other. Right. We see all these like mommy wars things, right. Where it's like, oh, breastfeeding versus formula, working from, you know, away from home versus staying at home, you know, raw food versus. Cooked food, I don't know. Like it just feels like there's always something that, you know, is being used to pick apart mothers. And like I said, like I feel like all of that energy could be so much better used in so many other places, right? In making the world a better place, right? And kind of taking our view not away from our children, but broadening that view. Right. Like how else can we contribute to the world or like mold them into adults in a way that doesn't drain everything from us, right? Because right now it's it's a very lose-lose situation, right? Because it's like we're killing ourselves at work, we're killing those at home, and the message that we're sending is either like, "Oh, it's fine," right? Like you can go ahead and <laughs> trample all over me, or it's this like resentment starts to build up. And you know our our children then feel like you know they either can't do certain things because oh we we've, we've given them so much right like you never want that sort of uh i guess like transactional relationship we were watching bye bye birdie the other day and the um mother in that is played by uh Maureen Stapleton and it's this idea that like she's given so much for her son Albert who's played by Dick Van Dyke and you know to the point where he's like afraid to tell her that he you know, doesn't want to be in the family business and, you know, wants to marry this person. And, you know, throughout the whole thing, she's so dramatic and, you know, all about like what she's done for him and, you know, oh, it's fine. I guess I'll just jump out this window. Like, But again, it got me thinking of like, gosh, this is the idea that we have of mothers. It's like, we expect them to sacrifice everything, but we also don't expect them to uh, bring it up, call attention to it. Right. It's like, oh my gosh, look at this mom. Like she's you know, we were watching it with the kids and they had some comments about like, oh my gosh, like, you know, then she shouldn't do that for him if she's just going to kind of hold it over his head. Right. But it's also like we have this expectation that mothers will do this, but never, you know, hold it over their head or never ask for something in return. And, um, we talk about the airplane analogy a lot, like taking care of yourself in order to take care of your children, like not kind of giving from an empty cup, but from an overflowing cup. And, I really think about that mask analogy a lot because I think it's so perfect, right? Like I love that the airlines are like, no, this is the time when you need to take care of yourself. And we, we just don't do that as moms, right? Like we just have this like ingrained thing that we're just going to keep going and keep giving and keep giving. And hopefully someday someone will notice and what, I don't know, make a statue of us, (laughs) erect one in the backyard, right? Like. This idea that there's some sort of like glory or nobility in martyring yourself for your children. And I just, like I said, I want to call bullshit on that because I think it's so, so harmful to the children, to women, right? Like this is something that it's, nobody wins in this scenario. And, you know, I always think about how as mothers, we're raising adults, We want our children to go out and be self-sufficient and successful, and you know, know that they're capable. And we have to, in order to do that, we have to let them fail. We have to give them opportunities to grow, right? And growth comes from failing and fucking up and figuring it out. That's one of the things that it it could be a hard balancing act to do. But like letting your kids fail at things, letting them see that it's okay, right? Not swooping in to save the day right? If someone is struggling with something, yeah, being supportive, maybe you can ask like, would you like some help? I know with us, like our kids definitely are like, no. (laughs) We had something a few weeks ago where the kids were putting together like an Ikea shelf and we kept, you know, Tyler and I would both kind of come in and go, Hey guys, you need any help? And they both were like, no. I'm like, all right. Cause kind of looks like maybe, but you know, nope, they didn't want any help. And it wasn't until they got super frustrated that, you know, we kind of went in and we're like, are you sure you don't want some help? Like we could, you don't have to do this alone, right? Letting them know that. And then, you know, they accepted some help and we were able to put the things together, but again, not swooping in to say we're going to take over, right? Like giving them that that space. And then also being in a teachable moment of like, Hey, like when you're struggling, like it's okay to ask for help or like, it's okay to accept help if someone offers it. But I think Giving them that opportunity to try something, fail at something, try to figure it out on their own, right? Is really, really helpful. And so just always keeping in mind that you're raising adults and are these the kind of adults that you want to be raising? Is somebody who always expects other people to a sacrifice for them or thinks that they need to sacrifice everything in order for someone to love them, right? Because that's, that's not true. And if you're feeling like you, there's something that you need to prove, right? That's something to look at too. That's your work, right? Is to look at where are you martyring yourself? Where are you doing the, no, it's fine. I'll just, I'll just eat these leftovers. Like, you know, it's, I'm not going to take time for myself. All of that adds to the difficulty of juggling, right? It it makes it so much harder, right? When you're juggling a bunch of balls that you don't want to be because you feel like you need to be, and there's, like resentment that builds up, right? It's going to be, your juggling act gets a lot heavier. Those balls feel heavier. You're not able to kind of throw them up as high, right? I feel like in order for this like juggle analogy, like in order for me to really talk about juggling in a real way, I think I'm going to have to take like a juggling class is what I'm realizing. (laughs) Because I actually like, while I can juggle a lot of things, like tasks and mental stuff, um, like I literally cannot juggle like balls. So I think I'm going to have to take a, a class on that. So I'm going to put that down for my 2021 goals under fun is to take a juggling class and see, see what this is about. That's all I have for you today. I really want you to think about where you're being a martyr, what that's about, what, who that serves, right? Who, who does it serve for you to be overwhelmed and exhausted and to be perpetuating this like sacrifice, right? This bullshit about like just giving and giving and giving until there's nothing left to give, right? Because it's not serving you and it's not serving your kids. Okay. All right, jugglers. That's all I have for you today. Have a great day. People pleasing is so 2020 among hopefully many other things. As we move into a new year, let me help you move into a new you as well. With coaching tailored to your needs, I will help you get over the people-pleasing behaviors that have you feeling done before you've even gotten started. There's so much that you could be doing with so much less effort. Just head over to LizHeron.com slash work with me and pick the coaching package that works for you. Together, we can reclaim your time and have you crushing your goals in 2021. I hope you've enjoyed the show. And if you did, remember to subscribe and share with a fellow juggler. I'm Liz Heron. See you next time.